do you struggle with delegation? Do you find yourself in situations where you either don't delegate and you're overworked, you're stressed, you're overwhelmed, you're tired, you're burnt out, or you delegate too much and your people are stressed, overworked, burned out? Then this episode of On Point is for you. There can be no doubt, leadership is what separates a place of work from a place to work. But what makes a good leader? Welcome to On Point, a thought-provoking podcast on leadership. It's for leaders. It's by leaders. Here are your hosts, Jim Livingston and John Nielsen. Hey, and welcome to episode nine of On Point. We're nearing our 10th episode. My name is Jim Livingston. And my name is John Nielsen. So, John, today we're talking about a topic that comes up in our coaching sessions a lot. And it's a topic that leaders often struggle with, which is delegation. How do I delegate? And we hear this all the time in coaching conversations. Um, what do you think are some of the you know, common causes of you know, that failure to delegate? Yeah, it's, it's quite interesting, as you mentioned, that, that so many clients are bringing up delegation. Uh, I think there's two reasons for that. First of all, A, A because they, they really have too much work themselves, but also they want to grow other, others. But when I go a little bit deeper with them, one of the main reasons I hear is really this fear of letting go. Letting go and hand over a task, a project, a sub-activity to another person and just trust that it will go with uh, well. That fear of letting go is really one of the top ones. Yeah, and you say a fear of letting go. I think it's it's... it's it's a fear of letting go. It is, it, it, for some people, it's about being in control, that fear of not being in control. There's that fear that if I, you know, if I delegate the work, is the person, you know, is the person going to be able to do the job as well as me? Are they going to, are they going to fail? Um, you know, these are common things that we're going to see is that fear of losing control or fear of letting go. So that's one. Another one is kind of the opposite of that, which is this fear of upsetting others. And I hear this quite a lot, which is if I delegate the task, you know, how will they feel about me? Will they think that I'm slacking off? Will they think that I'm not doing my work? Do they think that it's my job to do all of this sort of stuff? So that's another one that we quite often hear is this fear of upsetting others. What else can you think of? Fear of failure, clearly. Uh, I think, that, again, there's two aspects to this one. Fear of failure from the person you delegate to, that that person might not be successful. So that could be mm. that you are not setting the person up for success. But also, as you hand over this task to another person, you might think, oh, this is going to go wrong. So you fail because you delegated, and then the bad light or negative light is on you. So this fear of failure is a big one. Yeah, I think the fear of failure comes through quite a lot, particularly if your organization doesn't really support failure. And I think this is this is something that we see quite quite often, which is when the organization puts so much pressure on getting stuff done right, right, that you know, failure or experimenting or being bold can sometimes be very punishable. Uh, that also impacts that fear of failure. So there's three. And a fourth one that comes up, and this is something that 
I see quite a bit, which is really about having the wrong mindset. So what do I mean by the wrong mindset? One of the mindset, common mindset that people have around delegation is that I'm assigning a task to someone. So delegation in a lot of people's views is about assigning work, dishing out work. And that's kind of the wrong way to think about delegation because delegation is not about dishing out work. Delegation is actually about helping people develop, helping people grow. And we quite often find that when people sort of have that right sort of mindset, it does make a big difference. So there's sort of four common causes of that failure to delegate. You know, what do you think are some of the solutions to this? I think the one I would start with is really how you reframe your mindset just to build on what you just said, yeah. uh, Jim. This is really not about getting rid of tasks and just say, hey, take it, take it, take it. Yeah. It's really coming in with this mindset saying, hey, there is an opportunity to grow someone in my team. There's potential, there's passion, there's capacity, and really hand that activity to the person so the person can grow and develop a deeper experience, knowledge. That is so powerful. In fact, I think it's one of the most powerful development tools. Yeah, we particularly see this... I wouldn't say it's, you know, with predominantly with younger new leaders. Um, but this is something that quite often comes up with those young, younger, younger new leaders is around reframing that mindset. When they look at it differently, when they look at it from the point of view of, oh, I'm actually, you know, this is actually helping someone develop, helping them grow, that's when they start to get a slightly different perspective on it. So there's one. That's one idea, reframing your mindset. What would be another idea to help? improve the way we delegate yeah, one of my my favorites is really know your people okay so uh, it really takes time to know your people to to understand their abilities their capacities their potential uh, something you should anyhow do every day but the better you know your people the, the aspiration their dreams where they want to be in one or two years the better you can delegate. So know your people. Yeah, we talk about this a lot. I mean, how well do leaders actually know their people? Um, and it's such an important thing. The better you know your people, the more you know where their strengths are, their developments are, the more you know about their career aspirations, what they're working towards, that sort of trajectory they're sort of aiming towards, the more you are aware on that, then you're in a better position to align tasks to it. So really good people, know your people. So that's two. What would be a third one? Uh, clarity, clarity, clarity. So, so I think clarity on the task, really spend time when you have found the person in your team you want to delegate to, to explain the desired outcome. How does success look like? Be very clear. And then really use the opportunity to put on, I call it your coaching hat, a coaching mindset, to coach people through the task. Don't be a micromanager, okay? Tell them what you expect at the end. Coach them to the desired outcome, which is really empowering them. I think that that is really powerful. 
Yeah, and I want to build on this because one of the mistakes we quite often see leaders make when it comes to delegating is they just assign a task and they say, okay, here's your task, go away and do it. But there's no real clarity on what the task is or how the task should be approached. There's no real sort of development attached to it because they're not actually having the conversations to ensure, to set that person up for success. And I think this is what it is about. I think it's more than just clarity. It's about setting them up for success. So if you know, for example, that you're delegating to someone who's never done that task before, you obviously know that they're going to need a little bit more help versus someone who may have done a similar task quite a few times, right? So I think this is a really important piece about, you know, that clarity on the task. So there's three. What can you think of in terms of a fourth area where we can help people delegate better? Yeah, I would say creating a safe space for your team, for your employee. So, so trust that your people will do a good job. Once you have explained the task, set the expectation and clarity on the outcome, really let them work on it. Let them choose different approaches, yeah? And see failures as friends. Don't penalize people when they do mistakes because that's part of the learning curve, yeah? So create that safe space that people know they can choose a different approach and it's okay to do failures because as soon as you, as, as, as long as you learn out of it, it's a good thing and part of the development. Yeah, and this comes back to that piece about, you know, quite often we focus on the wrong things. I mean, quite often we focus on, oh, you failed, You're, that was bad. But failure is actually the best teacher. And we need to recognize that, you know, if you let people fail, create a safe space for people to fail so that they can learn through that failure. Obviously, you don't want them to fail, right? But the key thing is, you know, creating that environment where, okay, it's okay to fail. If you do fail, that's fine. Let's just sit and let's reflect on it. Let's let's review what worked, what didn't work. And, you know, if we could do it again, what would we do differently? And I think this is where the coaching comes back in, in terms of having good coaching conversations with your people around, you know, how they went about doing the task, helping them think through, you know, what they could have done differently with the task. So there we go. We've got four sort of key areas to help you delegate better. Firstly, reframe that mindset. Secondly, know your people and really understand them. Thirdly is clarity on that task and being specific about what it is we're working towards. And fourth, it's creating a safe space. I'm sure there's other ideas out there. If you were to think of three key tips that we could, you know, give the people out there, what would these tips be, do you think? Okay, I would start with uh, number one is really think about what your role is as a leader, okay? Where do you as a leader of the team have the highest contribution? And make sure you focus your time on these type of activities. And the other activities, really try to find out who can you delegate to so they can grow with that uh, activity. So really about where do I spend my time and how can I grow others with delegating rest? So this, this, this is a really good point. I'll give you, I'll share a quick story. Um, I was coaching a leader recently um, and this leader had this 
challenge around delegating, where they didn't like delegating, there was a fear that if they delegated, people would think that they're not doing their job, right? There was also this mindset the person had, which was, I was appointed into a leadership role, therefore I have to do more work than everyone else. And when we got the, when we set time sort of exploring how they actually invest their time and where they focus their effort, and we, you know, they realized that a lot of those tasks they could have delegated, and with that time that was spent, they spent doing the task, they could have spent that time on developing and coaching their people, which would have had a much greater impact on the actual team. So I think this is your point here, which is, you know, really be more deliberate and intentional in where you focus your effort as a leader, right? Don't just focus on getting stuff done. Think about how you're contributing to the success of your team because as a leader, your job's not to get stuff done, right? It's not to do everything yourself. It's to make sure that your team is able to do it and to enable it, empower your team to be able to work without you, right? And that's something that takes time and effort on your part. So that's one. If I could add a second one to this, which is I think it's really crucial that we link delegation to development. So really think about where it is your people are trying to develop or where they need to develop. It could be their career aspirations, where they're hoping to sort of work towards. It could be you see the potential in them to take on bigger and better responsibilities and, you know, you want to sort of really push them out of that sort of comfort zone and really test that potential. But I think it's very important that you make sure that whatever tasks you're delegating, whatever work you're delegating, really align it to something specific, right, rather than just do the work. Any thoughts on that one, John? No, development is excellent. And I think this is one of the things often when it comes to performance where you people look for what was the highlight? Where did I do something outside my scope? Yeah. And if you give people a larger task, something which was not planned and they can shine and grow with that, that is an excellent opportunity to go beyond the expected and outperform. Yeah. So, so I really like it, uh, not only to, to grow, but also to demonstrate you can do so much more than your current role. And interestingly, I, I had a, this, this same person that I was coaching recently. Uh, in one of our conversations, we talked about how they could actually delegate to someone. And what they found was that when they were able to sit down with a person and say, hey, um, hey, Michael, I've got this task. I know you're working towards, you know, this sort of role. And I've got this task that I think will really challenge you and really give you some good experience there. Would you like to know more about it? You know, by taking that approach, linking it to the development, then, you know, it was more a case of the person wanting to take on the task rather than you having to push the task towards them. And I think this is the key point about linking it to development. Right. So there's two key tips. What do you think would be a third key tip for people? Really check in with people, particularly if it's more fresh people who have just joined your company, who may not have so much experience, check in regularly. Okay. First of all, check in with yourself. How do you feel about the task getting done? Okay. Do I have the needed level of trust? Does the employee have everything? How do I feel? But also, how does the employee feel about the task? Make sure he or she has everything 
in terms of support and resources to get the job done. Don't just hand it over and run away, yeah? Check in how they feel. Very important. Yeah, I think this check-in piece, I mean, we take for granted how we're feeling. Um, and I think this is a good litmus test, constantly checking in with yourself about how are you feeling? Are you feeling overwhelmed? Are you feeling stressed? Are you sleeping well? You know, quite often if, you know, you're not delegating the right way, you will be experiencing some sort of effect. It could be a physical feeling, could be emotional, but really have that check-in with yourself is really important and check-in with your people. Make sure that you're not overworking your people constantly, stressing your people out constantly. So I think that's a really good point. So there we have it, three key tips. Focus on where you as a leader are going to make the biggest contribution, the biggest impact with your contribution. Link that delegation to development where you can, right? Or it could be development, could be potential, however you want to define it. And have regular check-ins with yourself and with the people around you around how they're feeling. And there you have it. There's our three tips and our thoughts on delegation. You've been listening to On Point, a thought-provoking podcast for leaders by leaders. Want to keep up to date or come on the show? Please visit www.northpoint-training.com slash onpoint.